It's a fun time with Katie and Leslie. 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 Fun, fun time, time, fun time, fun time, fun time, fun time. Are you ready for a fun time with Katie and Leslie? Whoa! So we've been podcasting at you for about 14 episodes now and it's true you've been listening attentively regularly completely wrapped but we never really explained just who are these people that you're listening to that's true and you have no way of telling otherwise no no all you know is that we are katie and leslie from the theme tune and which one of us is which I don't think we've ever actually clarified that on the show. <laughs> Not ever. There's been no clues. <laughs> We're clearly different people, so we've got that. Or someone who's very good at doing many different voices. Often at the same time, because there's yeah. a little bit of crosstalk with this Zoom business. Yeah, that's true. And I, we both just get very excited and we have lots yeah. of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Katie Mitchell. And I am Leslie Ewing Burgess. Hello. Hello, and today we're going to be finding out who we are, really. Yeah, because that's not it. There's a lot more to us than just our names. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I have grade seven in clarinet. Ooh. I have two large but fairly unnoticeable facial scars from where I fell off a stool onto a table when I was about five and narrowly missed dying. Holy shit, Katie. I can't wait to tell you I have a fact that's almost identical and I don't think we've ever talked about this. Uh. (laughs) Mine just says, Katie has two large facial scars. (laughs) Yeah, so I have one like right next to my eye, which if it had gone through my temple, it would have killed me. And if it had gone in my eye, it would have blinded me. But it just got the little bony ridge. So I'm rubbing the wrong side. You can't really see it because it's very old. And another one where I bit all the way through my lip, because um, in my primary school, we had those desks which you opened up, and mm. then uh, I think I was laughing at something, and a boy who used to bully me slammed it on my head, and I bit straight through my lip. I have got a scar just beneath the left side of my bottom lip, because I fell off a chair when I was a kid, and my tooth went through it. Mine's on my right side. Your image. So if we kissed, which I'm sure <laughs> will happen eventually, yes, uh, our scars would kiss also, because <laughs> in the same place that's nice do you have like noticeable scar tissue inside your i mean no, not noticeable is a weird word because we both had them forever but can you feel the scar tissue it's like a harder lump and there's like a little silver sliver running down but it's normally covered by lipstick when i wear lipstick so it's not bad ah yeah mine's like just beneath my lip you know it feels normal because it's been there since for as long as i can remember but it sort of does feel like a little bump inside my bottom lip also a nice a nice warning for anyone else who wants to kiss either us <laughs> Those are there. (laughs) Careful, you'll fall in. And if you want to kiss the side of Katie's eye. (laughs) I'm good at building stuff and working out how things go together. Nice. And I... I'm quite book smart. I have very little common sense and I'm very unobservant. (laughs) So that's the trade-off. I don't know anything about computers or software. My boyfriend does software and I do hardware, so I can build shit, but programming shit, not a clue. When I was in sixth form, I started off doing biology, chemistry, maths and physics, and then switched halfway through to do English lit and art and then finish off biology. So I've got quite a well, I think of myself as a Renaissance woman. I can do the English, I can do the sciences, a little bit of maths. <laughs> I got, what, like an A at GCSE and then a D at AS, which I worked out is I stayed consistently the same level. So I did my A-level exams with a GCSE knowledge and still technically passed. But 
I'm not a math baby. I never was any good at math and I ended up actually failing math in grade 10. I don't think because I necessarily found it too difficult. It's just that I did not give a shit because the teacher was so boring that I just wrote angsty poetry instead because I was 15 and that's what you do. That's better. And so I ended up having to retake it, but I sort of, I think I was taking the advanced math class as well because I was taking the advanced versions of all the classes to begin with. And that one, I was like, let me just go to the standard one. And it was a million times easier. And also, uh, I think the fact that I'd already kind of absorbed some of it, but I just didn't realize I had, like, just kind of going, oh, that's familiar, helped. But I was, I always was like, oh, I'm really, really shit at math. And then I went to college and I could do basic equations. And I went to college for theater. So everyone was like, oh my God, you're so good at math. (laughs) Context, did it? I was talking about this with some friends and I was just like, yeah, I could never get the hang of the different kinds of integration and differentiation. And they were like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, I think it's area underneath the curve. I don't know. I've been to Switzerland, Germany and France, but I've written in France like... Like fish and chips? Yeah, like fish and (laughs) chips. Germany and France and Switzerland. It's everyone's favourite trio. Yeah. (laughs) Move over, three stooges. Historically, not so much so, but they're like, they're better now. They're fun friends now. I've put love to knit after the one of the potential names for the Sims 4 pack. Two knit, two furious. Love spelled L-U-V. Of course. Two is in the number two and then knit. I don't know if it is the name for a Sims 4 game pack, which I haven't bought. I'm <laughs> just slightly invested in anything which lets me knit in a video game. Yeah, that's quite cool. I'm like, but you can do that in real life. But I suppose the whole point of Sims is it is stuff you can do in real life. You could make a swimming pool and not put a ladder in it so that the person in it couldn't get out. You just don't. Yeah. <laughs> because that's psychopathic. It, it's escapism <laughs> because it's something which I can actually make them complete projects which is something I've been very bad at because I I never used to like multi-project because I know what I'm like and Mm. I'll just abandon it but I'm currently making cushions for the front room a jumper for my boyfriend Ben some mittens for my uncle which was supposed to be for his birthday in March and then I think I fucked up mm. the thumb and was like I hate this because I it was in March and I just lost my entire career and was like this, this thumb has gone wrong. It's just, just to top it all off. I mean, the idea of getting anything at all done in March is pretty impressive. Like the fact that you managed to knit at all instead of just staring at a wall is pretty cool. Yeah. So I fixed that and I'm going to do the other one. And um, I've got like a, a two blankets nice. on the go. It's, it's, oh, it's too fucking much. touch my tongue to my nose hot sorry yeah oh she's doing it it's right up there (laughs) it was it was touching it to an extent that isn't like wrong she can do it oh she's going for a side angle i think she's done it yeah so that's one Uh, i've only (laughs) met one other person who can do that and it's my friend Gemma, and we were, we were working together at the time, and and she, and she was like, I could do this, and I was like, I could do that! And it was like, you know, finding your long-lost sisters. <laughs> Another thing about me, um, when I'm watching a TV show or film that takes place at Christmas, and there isn't a scene showing the characters unwrapping their gifts, it makes me really stressed and anxious. <laughs> It really does. It always has. I don't know if this is a thing that other people have, but I'm considering doing some videos of gift opening ASMR for people like me. Yeah. You know, because I am sure some exist, but honestly, ASMR kind of freaks me out, so I can't be bothered to look for them. Do you get the tingles? I get the tingles so but I physically, I don't understand why people would enjoy getting it. Yeah, it, it, it makes it, you it want to crawl out, out my skin. I know, I think that's the same. I like I, I saw an ad on some... I've been playing a lot of iPhone games recently because depression. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like watching terrible true crime and playing a game on my phone that I'm like, I don't even care about this, but I must play it forever. Um, <laughs> and so I keep getting ads for other games and one of the games there was like... it was This was so gross. It was like the bottom of someone's foot 
and it had like a bunch of pimples on the bottom of it and it was like to get them all out and it was like this is the most relaxing asmr game i'm like everything about that is horrible and i wonder if that's what the appeal is because some people really like like dr pimple popper and stuff yeah and i wonder if that ties into the same sort of people who are really into asmr because i'm like that is disgusting like that is i that is horrible and i can't watch it you know yeah I mean, I think even I saw like there was an ad one time for an ASMR game that was just popping bubble wrap, and I love popping bubble wrap. But I was like, like I just you can't, you don't get, the, you can't feel of it, and it goes exactly. Um, I don't, I don't get the appeal of doing a fake version of something that I like. I could probably find bubble wrap somewhere in my house if I wanted to, you know? Yeah. And also, it's the fact that it only shows up sometimes that makes it so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I had never smoked a cigarette in 34 years of being alive. And then the other week I was hanging <gasps> out with my flatmate. Oh no! <laughs> and I drank a lot and she was like, wanna go outside for a smoke? And I was like, I'll come with you. I've, I've kept people company when they smoked a lot and I've never been tempted. But I had had a lot to drink. And so she's like, want a cigarette? And I ended up smoking three cigarettes. Oh my God, Leslie, Erica, Ewing, Burgess. I was incredibly drunk, so I think it's fine. Uh, and also, I think I'm really good at smoking because I smoked them very quickly. <laughs> I, I can't, I've not. I managed, I've managed to go through being an incredibly depressed person from a working class background who did an art degree and I've not done any drugs. I don't know how. I feel like the FOMO is unreal, but also I enjoy the smugness just as much <laughs> as the FOMO. That relates in a way into something else I was going to say. I feel like I've reached a point where the things that I haven't done have stopped feeling like a point of pride or anything like remotely interesting for me and I'm just like want to fucking do everything like it feels like I'm not there yet yeah no I mean I'm much older than you <laughs> um and I, I feel like also I've reached maybe just through my therapy and stuff of just going no I am enough without going this is an interesting fact about me when it never actually is that interesting to anyone else you know mm. yeah it just feels like a bit like things like that are weighing me down not everything I haven't done I'm not like I better go do a murder just so I stop thinking about it you know <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who truly is a point of pride that she had no piercings or tattoos and I thought that was a really shitty take like I mean obviously mm. do whatever you want to with your body but what a shit thing to be smug about in a world where everyone was desperate to define themselves the worst person Leslie's ever known in her life for many unrelated reasons dared not to <laughs> <laughs> she fucking sucks she was the worst person in the world oh my god I understand the point of pride to kind of going mm, I've never done this because I've had that for years but then just that specific thing where she was like mm, I kind of want a tattoo, but maybe it makes me more interesting not to have one. And I was like, that's not where you get them. It literally makes no difference. It's like, it just, it if you want to get one, if you yeah. want to get one, get it. If not, don't, but don't act like it's a big stance to take, you know? Yeah. And then my final fact that I've written down here was that I collected stamps for a bit when I was a kid and then I kind of forgot to. Oh, <laughs> if we get a PO box, then you can have all of the stamps. Thank you. I, I, I have so many things. I probably don't need more things. Yeah. You know, like I've, I was going to try to do show and tell and then I remembered as I have to remember every episode. Uh, audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had one I missed. I can do front splits and I'm working on my side splits. I got really into contortion in first lockdown. It's amazing. I think I tried to do it when I did Troy Club once and I don't think it like picked up properly or like I was in the wrong spot on the floor on the camera because I wrote a joke which necessitated me to do the splits um, purely just because I wanted to be a contortionist at that point. <laughs> so may, hopefully that will still be there when stand-up comes back. A fun part about knowing who you are is knowing where you're from. And we both like did a deep dive into our ancestry on, well, I did it on ancestry.com. And um, it, mine is thoroughly boring and working class, except for the fact that um, so I went up the maternal line just because I didn't want to pay for ancestry and I didn't want to devote a lot of time to it. So <laughs> I went up the maternal line and everyone in my family going back until the 1700s has lived not just in Nottingham, but Nottingham East, where I currently live. So like the same constituency to the extent <laughs> that uh, when I moved to uni, um, I went to Nottingham Trent University and my university halls were built on the place where my grandma and granddad had their first flat when they were married and opposite where my auntie Julie was born. Um, 
And then we've just lived consistently within five minutes of there ever since I've moved to Nottingham. My grandparents moved out of Nottingham to Ilkeston and then I've just come straight back because I I love it here. So we are just in Nottingham. I was showing Leslie some of it earlier and everyone has just been kind of working class scum. Lots of people were doubt pit or some kind of factory worker. And I'm quite, quite proud of that. It's nice. My grandma was in sewing and putting stuff together and my granddad was a cabinet maker and then before that I don't know but it was something similar and it was just working class people in Nottingham until it was long enough ago and it was such levels of peasantry that no one deigned to write us down so (laughs) that's the 300 years I know about is that we're all just Nottingham scum (laughs) but for some reason I sound like this so posh bitch Yeah, I know. (laughs) This is so grim. So like a slight trigger warning for like mental health stuff. When I was in uni, (laughs) I self-referred to student services because I wanted some therapy. I was feeling really down. And the guy asked me where my home address was. I said, oh, I was placed in Ilkeston. He was like, you haven't moved there recently. And I was like, no, my family's always always up in Ilkeston. He was like, oh, you sound like you could be from Buckinghamshire or something like that down south. And I was like, I already wanted to kill myself. And now you're telling me I sound like a southerner. (laughs) (laughs) and I try and get a little bit of my regional accent back and it works because like obviously I live and work here and then whenever I go home my grandma was like it'll be like did you just drop a tea like like she has a Nottingham accent but she's so like when I was a kid she was so like you will speak properly (laughs) so I sound like this even though I'm from a council estate so as you know we were looking through like ancestry.com and stuff and I tried to have a look for my family. I tried to look on the UK website and the Canada website, and I could not find any trace that any of us exist. So, If only someone would write an hour of comedy to the fact that Leslie Ewing Burgess exists. Yeah, if only. Too bad that'll never happen. But yeah, I couldn't find any any trace that I existed. I don't know. I don't know if it's like because my re- grandparents moved from Glasgow to Canada just after World War II, and I don't know if that confused things. Obviously, no one else in my family has tried to do a family tree for us, so there's nothing on there, which is a shame because it's easy to just go, oh, I guess, okay. <laughs> I've just appeared here. That's cool. But I think that we have complicated it every step of the way. So my name is Leslie Ewing Burgess, and that is my name. But the Ewing Burgess as a hyphenated last name was a decision I made when I was 12. It's like my mom kept her own name when my parents married. And so it was one of my middle names when I was born. But when I was 12, I was like, I'm going to hyphenate it, which has only made my life complicated. But now <laughs> Leslie Burgess sounds fucking weird to me. You know, it's like not, yeah. it's not what I'm called. It's not been what I've been called for the last like 22 years. <laughs> so it's not who I am. And then there are so many ways in which people can spell my name wrong because Leslie is not spelled the normal way that people spell it here. And then Ewing absolutely baffles people. It's just a Scottish last name. But in Canada, especially, people will be like, Ewing? Like, absolutely no idea what Ewing is. Ewing? Is that like some sort of fighter jet? You know, like, that's not what people in Canada sound like. Ewing! And then Burgess, it's B-U-R-G-E-S-S-E. And we're the only people who have that spelling. And the reason why we have that spelling is when my dad's dad for complicated reasons, had to move away from the UK. He moved to Canada. And when he moved to Canada, he, he, he did live in Cockermouth in the UK. Just a hilarious side fact. <laughs> Katie, as if she hasn't heard me mention this, like we were talking yesterday and I just kept going, Cockermouth. <laughs> as if my own mother and aunt didn't live together in Cockermouth for a bit. <laughs> as if when you mentioned Cockermouth to your boyfriend, Ben, yesterday, he didn't also laugh about it for ages. <laughs> <laughs> the joke has very much been done. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. But yeah, so when my dad's dad moved to Canada, he moved to Quebec, which is the French province. And he decided that he wanted to fit in. But in order to fit in, he decided to just add an E to the end of Burgess <laughs> and not change the pronunciation, which is just like more confusing of anything. So I think all of this has stopped my family from being very traceable. But one thing I do know is somewhere 
in our family tree. Someone did it at one point. Someone in our fa- family tree, there's people with the last name Secord. So there's an important woman in Canadian history called Laura Secord. And the reason why Laura Secord is important, she was American, I think, but during, and I should have checked on the details of this, but there was a time when the Americans wanted to invade Canada and Laura Secord was privy to this information. She was American, so she went to, to warn the Canadians that the Americans were planning to invade. Ooh. And so saved Canada by so doing. We have a chocolate shop in Canada named after her. <laughs> it's really good. They have really good chocolate and really good ice cream as well. But yeah, so Laura Secord is one of my ancestors, so we're told. Which one time in school, we had to do projects on fa- famous figures in Canadian history. And I did a project on Laura Secord and another person did a project on Laura Secord. And I always thought that I had the upper hand because, you know, <laughs> family tree mate. <laughs> yeah, that's your mum, yeah. kind of. <laughs> it's like, it's my history mum. It's your history mum. <laughs> So Katie. Hello. Hello. One of the things that I found myself getting more into recently has been the Zodiac. I have always been hugely skeptical about it, but I follow one Instagram account. That's how into it I am. I'm so into it. I follow one Instagram account. (laughs) It's about Libras, which is what I am. And it'll just be like, Libras be like, and I'm like, oh, I do be like that. And so I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Like telling me what I'm like, because it's quite often accurate. I've been finding that really interesting. Like I've always really enjoyed reading horoscope. I always am the person who if there's a newspaper there I'll just be like who wants to hear the horoscope but I just enjoy it a lot just because I think it's quite fun it's just something to do and yeah but I'm wondering now if there is some validity to it and so I'm just wondering what our astrological signs can tell us about who we are since we're trying to figure this out so as I've mentioned I'm a Libra which actually it it does come up quite a lot because I find especially like when I'm in therapy I'll be like on the one hand I'm like this and on the other hand I'm like this and then I'm like I am literally imitating scales which is which In a similar way, I'm a Taurus. (laughs) When I'm in therapy, I do try and gore my therapist as they stab me with a big spear. And they they have a cape. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I do find that really interesting. I haven't looked into it that much. And it's like this thing where I'm like quite happily a bit skeptical. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm always in two minds about this sort of thing where I'm like, I love to believe in things like this. But then I also I'm like, but guys, like, don't worry, I know. You know, it's yeah. like a strange thing. One of my favorite ever people, the comedian Shan Doxy. Yeah. When she and I were staying in the same room in the same bed in Edinburgh a few years ago, I was telling her about a guy who I had a bit of a thing for and this sort of night out that I'd had that that I ended up feeling kind of a bit complicatedly about. And so she, so she was like, what's the sign? I looked it up and I was like, Pisces. And she was like, slippery fish. <laughs> and so I just always think of her when I think of these things because she just she just has it but then a thing that I've always quite liked as well again I don't know anything about it but it's just fun to have titles for yourself what are you in the Chinese astrology I, I was born in the year of the bull I mean, <laughs> cow squared yet again cows are also my favorite animal they're just the, the cutest and best and I love them don't mm-hmm. drink milk or the beef don't drink the beef <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you drink beef to no, be fair <laughs> never have done never will and that's that's a promise ladies and gentlemen and everyone Bikini else guarantee <laughs> <laughs> should we make a sort of like tapestry that says she don't drink beef yeah. <laughs> and then has a picture of you and you're like cool sunglasses on uh, I'm smoking two cigarettes but they're just coming out my nose <laughs> <laughs> that's you that's me that's what uh, you're like <laughs> So yeah, I'm a Taurus born in the year of a bull, of the bull, so I'm cow squared, cow which squared. means that I'm very stubborn and I cry when I'm hungry. I am a massive <laughs> bitch when I'm hungry. And that's just how it is. I would say hangry, but Leslie hates that. I truly despise it. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for your consideration in this difficult time. <laughs> I hate it so much. I am quite earthy, I guess. I don't do well with I don't know. I consider myself like quite creative and airy which is I suppose which is like the opposite of what earth is not particularly grounded I'm a flying Mm -hmm. cow like flying cow from Avatar the last airbender that's like that's the kind of cow I am Um, happy for you (laughs) thank you (laughs) mine is so badass are you ready for what mine is yeah I am a fire tiger (laughs) 
Yeah! Does mine have like a... Because I just know that I'm born in the year of the bull. Is an element included, which I don't know about? The specific year you're born has an element assigned to it. So the person born 12 years before you won't have the same element as you do. It's like that there's however many and they go cyclical as well. Ooh, can I look it up? Yeah, of course. Thank you. (laughs) Anytime. Oh, I'm a fireball. Cool. We're both we're both fire guys. A last digit of your lunar birth year determines your element. So I was born in 1997, which is fire, and it's not even bull; it's ox. So ox, same, yeah. same fucking difference in it, mate. Yeah. But so yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> 2021. I just looked it up in 2021. It says it will be a metal ox year. <laughs> metal ox. Metal ox. Metal ox. Metal is ending in zero or one. Water in two or three. Wood in four or five. Fire in six or seven. Yeah, that's what that will be. Us. In eight or nine. So I'm 97 yeah. and you're 86. Yeah. Yeah. Fire, 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 fire. fire. <laughs> There's a thing I found out about actually really recently from, from one of my friends at work, and it's called the primal zodiac. And it's kind Ooh. of like a thing halfway between both of those. And I'm really enjoying it because I didn't, I never knew about it until like quite recently. And so now I'm really enjoying telling everyone about it and finding out what they are. Uh, so do you want to find out what you are? I do. Cool. I love animals. I hope I am a horseshoe crab because I'm already cows twice. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I do have a lot of different animals on it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this exists outside this one website, to be fair, because I've never looked past this, but I'm happy with it. (laughs) Some guy just came up with that. Oh, there's a hermit. There's a hermit crab primal zodiac. That's very good. All right, 1997, and you are May 19th. Horseshoe crab. I regret to inform you, Katie. Although this is really cool. You are a yak. I'm another cow! Yeah! Triple cow! Triple cow! Triple cow! Ah, I love that. And I said that I was like Opa from Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh yeah, and is he, is he a yak? Yeah, he's um, a eight, um, eight-legged, six-legged, more than four-legged flying <laughs> bison. Ah, what? Hey, hey, Katie. What did the uh, father buffalo say? To the baby buffalo before he went off to work. I, I don't know. What did the father buffalo say to the baby buffalo before he went off to work? Bye, son. Nice. I think I may have told that on the joke one because it's one of my favorite <laughs> stupid standard jokes. <laughs> shall we? Shall we find out who you are? Ooh, I've just remembered. While you're looking that up, I yeah? just remembered something very good. Bison is also a verb. Oh no, it's not. Oh, it's buffalo, 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 buffalo. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's like yeah, buffalo from Buffalo, New York. Harass buffalo from Buffalo, New York. Something, something like that. Like that's yeah, because it's like how many times does it say it? It says it several times, and it's it it is grammatically correct. Seven. I've looked it up. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. Yeah. So buffalo from Buffalo, New York. Harass. Buffalo from Buffalo, New York. Something else. Buffalo bison, the other buffalo bison. Bully, also bully buffalo bison is what it translates to. But it's just, ah, uh, buffalo, 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 buffalo. A badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom. Oh, wow. This dates the podcast. We're going to use our lose our Gen Z listeners. That's true. They won't have a fucking clue. They don't know about flash animations. Stubborn determination is a hallmark of the yak. Why do these yaks have greeting cards, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm notoriously bad at remembering cards and birthdays. Well, if you got more stubborn determination about it. Yeah, I know. Those born under this sign simply do not accept no for an answer. Ooh, I've gone through a lot of things being like, oh, I bet like you can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, I can. Exactly. So I think that's what it means rather than being like pushy. Yeah. Hard work and dedication to a cause will earn you the highest respect in a yak size. Is that why you, you respect me so much? Because I... I respect you because you're a wonderful person, not because of the Shut amount up. of work you do. Shut up, That's thank not you. A Shut up. Having a Shut friend. up, thank you. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm great at taking compliments. That's another thing about me. Shut up. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Members of this sign tend to see things as black or white. 
meaning that there's a rarely rarely a middle ground to any situation. Yeah. People's <laughs> actions are either right or wrong. Things are either good or bad. Yep. People are either hard workers or lazy slobs. I can't really judge that. I'm having a bad time. <laughs> I mean, you're allowed to have a bad time though, and that's the thing that I'm going to I'm going to email this website Dear PrivalAstrology.com, edit this to say, but it's fine if you're having a rough time because people do. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking, a fucking yak can't judge us because they don't, you know, they don't know what we're going through. <laughs> I just eat fucking grass all day, dude. I, like, I, I often work very hard, but I'm just a bit depressed right now. And yeah, that's exactly. fine. The word compromise does not exist in the vocabulary of a yak. Uh, it does um, <laughs> compromise. <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> I was like, I'm setting you up for something. Um, compromise. I'm an emotionally mature yak. You know, I can compromise with the best of them, you know? You know what I'm saying? You know, I like to hear other people's perspectives and then work them into my own, you know? I'm an emotionally mature yak, smoking a screwed up post-it note like a cigar. They know how they feel and they have no reason to question it. I feel fucking depressed, dude. <laughs> yeah, and do you have any reason to question it? No, no, fair enough. <laughs> how much of this should I read? There's some parts which I don't want to ruin the illusion that we've looked this up before. There's some parts you might want to skip over. Yeah, um, no, involving I'm, I'm... the worst people in history and how I'm very like them. <laughs> You're not very like them. You just have some things in common with them. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> I like I like the trains to be on time. Yaks hate change. That's true. That's why you always pay with card. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I hate change so much. I don't even bring my wallet out with me anymore. I've got the bloody Huawei Pay on my phone. So I went to Tesco the other day and bought some mulled wine and they ID'd me and I didn't bring my wallet with me because I can just do everything on my phone. And I was like, oh, I don't. They were like, do you have ID? And I was like, no. And then it was like, fine, whatever. And just started <laughs> packing my groceries away. And he was like, oh, fair enough. And then just gave me the, the wine anyway. And I was like, is that all right? And they were like, oh, manager's not here. And I was like, cool, I promise I'm 23. <laughs> like, Yaks hate change. They, they prefer a steady, dependable routine where they can focus their efforts on moving forward one day at a time. I've never had a routine in my life. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the key. Maybe if you had one, you'd go, I love this. Oh God, I've fucking tried. I just can't. Yeah, I've, I've only recently started to succeed at having any sort of routine. Even still, it falls apart the second I have a day off. But like on my work days, I told you about this before, Katie. Yeah. On my work days, I finally got to the point that where I like get up in the morning, make myself a coffee, put on some music, sit down in my beautiful armchair. And I'm just touching it now. Armchair. armchair. I love you, armchair. Strand bone. Strand bone. And then I just write for a while and that's my routine before I go to work and I find it makes such a difference and I find that it's nice because I've always been really bad at like getting up in the morning and writing but at this point because I've been doing it for such a while and I know how much better it makes me feel I know if I wanted to stay in bed for like another 10 minutes I would just feel so much shitter for the rest of the day for not having done the thing that I've now decided I'm doing and so it's it's easy to stick to it now I've been doing it for a while for that reason yeah but it's taken me Literally, I am 11 years older than you, and so I've only just established any <laughs> level of routine. <laughs> so, working is where they feel the most comfortable, whether in their career or on their homes, in their gardens, or on their hobbies. I do, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's true. You always knitting, ain't you? Always knitting, writing, home wearing, or fucking. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's Katie. Knitting, writing, cooking, or fucking. Katie. Cooking, cooking. No! Yeah. Ben, as a disclaimer, my boyfriend can't listen to this over the podcast. A, B, C. Always be cooking. When would I have time? I know, it's true. It's, you have a busy enough life as it is. How does, even, how does one even get, in, get into the cucking game? I know. One, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, am I right? Too right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
yaks tend to live for their future goals rather than for the moment and it can take a lot of convincing to get them to take a break it's too bad too because a well-rested and serene yak could be one of the best companions to have around (laughs) that that sounds literally true can you imagine yeah oh that would be so lovely (laughs) i think a lot about just going up to a cow and hugging it because where would you hug it would you hug it around its body or around its head or neck they're so big (laughs) it's like that diagram of yeah how how would a dog wear pants yeah (laughs) (laughs) how would you hug a cow Oh, I saw a good version of that meme. Oh, oh God, meme talk. But uh, it was uh, aliens, you know, from like alien. Ah, the titular aliens. The titular aliens. The eponymous aliens. Going, how would they wear a mask? And it was over its big head or then over its little mouth. That's in the big, in the big mouth. Where would its mask go? It's very good. Finding a balance between work and life, or rather living for the future rather than living for the present, should be an important goal for everyone born under this sign. Cool. So there you go. And then the next bit is quite dark, so never mind. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Look that up if you want to have some very negative opinions of me, Katie Mitchell, compared to some historical figures who are objectively the worst. But let me tell you mine, because mine, I like, I've read this to people so many times because I'm obsessed with it. So I, and I love this, I love this so much. I am a Tasmanian devil. <gasps> if I'd been born, if I'd been born a month later, I would have been a honey badger. <laughs> Both incredibly violent. Yes! <laughs> the look of glee on your face. Oh my god, the ones in my year rule. Everything was better in the 80s. Except for like, gay rights. Yeah, that's true. Other than that. So, 1986. The first one in 86 is Ant. Which, you know, they're strong, aren't they? Yeah, good community. And then you go Walrus. Fucking rule. Then Panther. And then Stingray. Oh. And then Rhinoceros. Oh. And then Wolf. Wolf. And then Chimpanzee. <laughs> exactly. And then Vampire Bat. I want to flap away. <laughs> and then Wolverine. Hey, Bob. I'm Hugh Jackman. And I'm actually <laughs> much better as a song and dance man than you might think. G'day. I'm playing a character who's Canadian. <laughs> And then Narwhal. Swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion. Tazzy D. Tazzy D. Good eye. And then Honey Badger. And then Mongoose. And then Komodo Dragon. Fuck. 1986 fucking rules. If you're from 86, you are really cool or an ant. Here's what it has to say about me. Emotional and tense and idealistic. All true. Yeah. Those born under the sign Tasmanian Devil are anything but predictable. Yep. That's true. Yep. Mood swings like fuck over here. Initially coming across as mild-mannered, most people will quickly notice that there's more to the sign than meets the eye. I hate everyone. Not you, Katie. And not you, listeners. (laughs) Though they romanticize about being seen as a strong, stoic friend to others, in real life they're much more transparent than they think. Tasmanian devils wear their emotions on their sleeves. They hold strongly romantic ideas about life and the people in it. They fantasize about a future in which every day is like a wonderful dream that you never wake up from. When they open their eyes and see that the world isn't perfect and they're not yet the hero, disappointment sets in. In the animal kingdom, the Tasmanian devil is famous for having a wild streak that could show itself at the slightest hint of confrontation. Likewise, those born under the sign of the Tasmanian devil are the most emotional when reacting rather than when acting. On their own, they may be peaceful, friendly, and sincere, but the moment someone challenges them on any level, their blood begins to boil. (laughs) There she goes. The laugh of recognition coming from Katie. (laughs) (laughs) They may want nothing more than a peaceful conversation, but they can't stand not defending their opinions when someone expresses an opinion other than their own. Tasmanian devils can also become obsessive. Not to me. Not you. Your Beatles shirts. My Beatles shirts. Also, uh, the visible pictures of the Beatles in the background. Also, I, I realized while editing episodes of this podcast how just how often I go, I used to be obsessed with this thing. And that's like my shorthand for having any interest in anything. But also, I've been so obsessed with so many things. In my life. <laughs> Mainly just obsessed with like my own life as it stands at this point, actually. Like it's I've become all, it's, all, of my, all of my focus is now on where I currently am rather than being like, I wish I could marry Ben Stiller. <laughs> Well, that's a fact you didn't share earlier. No, because it's already come up. I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to share new facts. Uh, whereas everyone, everyone is well aware of my of thirteen year old Leslie's infatuation with the actor who played Zoolander, and uh, the guy what had sperm on his ear, and there's something about Mary. 
they have artistic creative minds and it is most likely going to be some kind of artistic or charitable venture that will find worthy of prolonged attention. It's true. I couldn't focus on anything and then I got into comedy. And that's the thing that has actually held my attention for several years now. It has. And you're very good at it. Thank you very much. So are you. Also, it's uh, clearly, I I think anyone who's ever seen me has thought, hmm, it's so charitable of her to share her great jokes. Yeah. Tasmanian devils often channel their energy, passion, even fears into an art form. It's true. I, I, I do... I'm trying to get through this now and not do it anymore, but so much of my fucking comedy stuff is existential, which is all very fear-based and insecurity-based. They do best if they find a partner group or mentor to help keep their energy focused. Hi, babe. Hello. (laughs) Staying focused on a productive venture is important for the sign to maintain balance, and maintaining balance is by far the biggest challenge for this sign. That's big Libra energy. Yeah. I guess like all all Tazzy D's are going to be Libras inevitably, I guess. So. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. So. Oh, here's a classic joke for you, Kitty. Yep. What do you get when you cross Oh, I'm ready. A tiger with yeah. some scales. A, a termite. Tasmanian devil. Tasmanian devil. <laughs> uh, Don't they like little dog cunts? I love Except them. They're not dogs cuz they're like from Australia, which is completely different, but like they're a little bit like dogs. They have dogs in Australia, you know? <laughs> yeah, they came from Europe, uh, <laughs> along with the rats, which decimated also, d- the natural d- populations. Dingoes are like a type of dog type. Like, they're canine, aren't they? So I think so. Australian. Few others need a sense of balance as strongly as the sign. Tasmanian devils have a lot of energy that needs to be released, which they release by, like, spinning in that. Ah, yeah. You know. Spinning and going... <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me all over. <laughs> that's what Leslie does. <laughs> Truly, it's not. You're not wrong. (laughs) Regular exercise is highly recommended for Tasmanian devils. Without this, pent-up energy turns into pent-up emotions. Don't know her. (laughs) Turn those born under the sign from calm to frenzied at any moment. Anyway, that's there's more, but it's all... Yeah. It it, it all suits you very well. There I am. (laughs) There you are. There I am. Also, Also, we almost always have good intentions, it says. It's true. It's nice that your intentions are good and not, say, like that of a dictator, <laughs> like with me. And then name specific ones. I'm salty about it. I'm trying it's not to It's that, just that, that very specific balance that makes this podcast work so well. <laughs> some of us are like, I just want nice things for others. And some of us are like, fucking run your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't organize myself. maybe it's better that you're disorganized maybe Mm -hmm. it's maybe it's saying katie just never never get on top of your admin because it could go wrong (laughs) (laughs) to be fair i am a lot like some of the named dictators in that i'm very good at pushing my own problems onto other people (laughs) and that is something which i need to work on in therapy (laughs) katie yeah you know what i really like what acrostic poems (gasps) i thought you were gonna say katie Oh yeah, also Katie, very yeah, much. But, but I, I can't, I can't say that every single time. But let me, let me tell you about another thing I like. So Katie, do you know, do you know what else I like? What else do you like, Katie? <gasps> yeah. But yeah. you know what I like best? What acrostic poems about Katie? <gasps> so an acrostic poem, it's like one of those poems where you have a word and then you just have a word for each of the letters of that word. You know, like acronyms, acrostic. Yes. Yeah, so that's what an acrostic poem is for our listeners, if you don't know, because I only know because I previously tried to do comedy with these. <laughs> Doesn't work on stage! Oh no! It's okay, not everything is for stage. You know, now we have podcast. Yeah. This little podcast. Let's write each other some acrostic poems. We've written some acrostic poems for each other. Yeah! Leslie eats salt. Leslie is equine. You know how horses have salt licks? Yeah, they, they love they have salt licks. All right, I have kitten and tiger in enclosure. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. oh no, but it could be heartwarming. It could be heartwarming. It's probably not. It's probably gonna. It's probably gonna be eaten straight away. And I'm talking about the tiger because kittens can be fierce, but it's probably <laughs> okay, heartwarming. It's no, I think we're still, we can still have an unlikely animal friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Unlikely yeah. animal friendship. Uh, logger enthusiastically slays longitudinally into everywhere. Wow. Killing. 
and taking in everything. <laughs> so you're on a murderous spree, but you're very observant. So that's you. That's you if you apply yourself. If I apply myself. If yeah. I become the dictator that my my primal astrology <laughs> says I'm going to be, I'm going to be killing and taking in everything. Everything. Love that. Leslie enthusiastically spelt legendary in earnest. Oh, L-E-G-E-N-D-A-R-Y. Woo! All right. I've, I've, I've opened up the dictionary to find some K words. The first one I point to, I'm going to use that as the K in yours. Knockers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, knockers. Knockers are titties. That's true. In everything. Everything is my e-word. I, I listened so many e-words to you earlier, and yet I can see only one I can think of. What about check out check out this one, Leslie? Leslie, <laughs> Sliel, Lily, <laughs> Lilas, Lelessel, Elessel, and Leslie. Knowing. I'm gonna do another word because my brain literally just went because i saw knowing and i was like knowing me knowing you uh-huh and I'm, that's not doesn't spell your name <laughs> boy do i wish it did i know knowing abba knowing abba today is everything, everything. <laughs> knitting <laughs> knitting and titting in earnest <laughs> that one really does describe me knitting and titting knitting in and titting <laughs> i just stole your in earnest also i do have the one i wrote yesterday carp magic like magic carp but is like name on a form carp magic amazing terribly interesting equine he's not he's a fish <laughs> what if we blew this thing wide open and just made full-on anagrams holy shit of our names holy shit so yes please what if we didn't do that and we just put each other's full names into oh, what was the website inga inga inga's into anagram what if thank, we did that thank you thank you inga yeah no that sounds great because i was gonna say when you mentioned it i got a bit panicky because i really shit at anagrams but i really would like to be good at them <laughs> yeah about leslie erica ewing burgess when she's That's cooking me. is aubergine celery's wigless <laughs> so don't wear a wig for that here's one for you and it's just i think it's just a thing that you need to know like i don't know what it means but i think it's something that you need to know and carry okay. with you so katie zoe mitchell mice taketh zolly <laughs> <laughs> no zolly no! zolly <laughs> So Leslie Erica Ewing Burgess, this I feel describes your job as a comedian. Guileless ribcage weensier. <laughs> it does. I've never felt so seen in my life. <laughs> Again, this is another one that I think is a message that only you will truly understand, but I feel like it's very important to pass on to you. Katie Zoe Mitchell. Kimchi lit zealot. <laughs> So I would be a kimchi lit zealot, except for the fact that the Oriental Mart where I live is sold out of the vegetarian kimchi, which is fine because I normally like making my own kimchi anyway, except when I went in, it was sold out of Korean radish. No. And, and so I can't even make my own. Oh, no. Oh, well, you will be a kimchi lit zealot again. One day I will be a kimchi lit zealot. Yeah. And I'll make... Uh, pancakes with them or just put them in stews and everything nice. that I love this is one which might be specific for you something horrible that comes from your name and you'll never be able to escape it is Grease Subleasing Weasler doesn't describe you but it describes something in your life That's... <laughs> this one okay this one is really astonishing to me because I don't know how of everything in the world it managed to almost spell my name with your name. Yeah. Except you don't have a single S in your name, so it spelled my name Leslie with a Z, which is just truly a terrible spelling. Yeah. And this one actually describes me. I found myself in, in your ones. That's beautiful. I know, it's nice. And I think it really it means something. So it just says, Leslie Meat Thicko, which I am. 
<laughs> it showed you it showed your judgment for my meat eating ways which to be fair i have judgment to myself on this so you know fair enough i've got one as we've discussed on the podcast many times leslie is often extremely drunk uh, this one i feel <laughs> but only socially i've realized because I, I, yeah. I don't drink on my own i just have a really nice time when i hang out with other people beria lunacy's wiggleses <laughs> i do wiggleses you do wiggleses in your beria lunacies it's true this next one I think is really poignant and it also really describes our current age of social media. Aztec Elmo hit like. <laughs> I can't do an impression of Elmo. I'll rip out your heart. Which I already thought he was going to because Elmo I fucking sucks, to be so honest. Bad. This is the final one I've got because there's another one which I've written down, but I can't read my own handwriting, so I'm just going <laughs> to leave it. But this one is the best one which I've got. Okay. And it's like. It's kind of relatable because you know when you like you meet a guy on like a dating app like Tinder or Grinder or whatever. Do I? And, boy, do I! And like he comes, like he comes over and you have fun, and then when he leaves the next morning, you're just left with an extra pair of waterproof boots. <laughs> you, you know that? Yeah, that classic life thing. Yeah, that classic <laughs> life thing. It's kind of reflected in uh, the anagram of your name, Leslie Erica Ewing Burgess, in buggeries and crease wellies. <laughs> i love that and also i love how much you love that <laughs> is there anyone which makes any sense oh i have one more for you but similarly it is the best one and also and i'm sorry if you're offended by this i think it might be what i have to call you from now on because it feels like a really important sign so katie zoe mitchell or should i call you eczema hello kitty <laughs> with an eye <laughs> But I feel like everyone knows so much about us now. That's true. I feel like I know a lot more about us as well. I know a lot more about me. Yeah. I know slightly more about you. You're still a mystery. Yeah, no, I'm an enigma. I mean, I, who knows if I exist? Oh, yeah, I do. It's been so nice getting to know who we are. I know. I feel, I feel a lot more certain. But you know what I really am left wondering? What's that? You know how we have these people who are listening to us, everything that we do, everything that we say? Yeah. They, they listen to us. We've made ourselves quite vulnerable in, in talking yeah. and opening up. Yeah, but yeah, who, who are these people? Listeners, you know, who are you? to a fun time with Katie and Leslie. For some more of that epic Katie Mitchell content, that's me. That's she. You can follow me on Twitter at Katie Zoe Mitch, on Instagram at Katie Zoe Mitchell, on TikTok at username.hamster. Should probably change that to my name at some point, (laughs) but... (laughs) And then on Twitch, I'm Kater Mitch, that's K-A-T-E-R Mitch, where I'm going to be streaming multiple games, which I love, And my main series, which is going to be recreating my stand-up comedy career in base game Skyrim. However, that may work. And I'm not sure if it will, but we're going to have a lot of fun. Yay! We'd love you to see you there. And if you want to find me on social media, me and Leslie, this one, um, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Rainbow Ziggy. And on Facebook, you can either search for Leslie Ewing Burgess, but it is more complicated to spell than you might think. There are three hurdles there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it has been absolutely butchered in the past um or you can just go to facebook.com slash boobsly or boobs lie if you choose to read it that way and if you'd like to find the podcast on social media which please do please like like and follow please us every like please 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 leave us a nice review and all of the oh stuff. my god also yeah like subscribe rate us yeah like do all those things please just tell everyone who might like us Send us a little message going. <laughs> exactly. Get in touch with the things that you enjoy because genuinely you might go, oh, but they've got thousands of listeners. They don't need the validation, but we always need the validation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it's nice to not be screaming into the void, although we also enjoy that as an activity.
Yeah. Yes. Um, so where can they find us on Instagram, Katie? At Katie and Leslie. And on Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash Katie and Leslie. Uh, or you can search for a fun time with Katie and Leslie. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I feel like I'm going to throw up a little bit. I've been laughing too much. I'm quite hungry. <laughs> <laughs>